Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Stark Contrast. Boom, 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 boom. Um, if you listened to episode two last week, we just want to say thank you. Di and I appreciate all the continued support we get on here. Um, Di, how many patrons do we have right now? <laughs> we have 11 patrons right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, not to echo too hard on what Jeffrey just said, but um, if you're joining us here for the first time, uh, welcome. If you've been following along, um, welcome back. Uh, Yeah, episode three, Stark Contrast. Um, For the new listeners, uh, we invite you to backtrack and listen to episode one, which was none other than... Iron Man, Tony Stark himself. And then episode two was Peter Parker, uh, the amazing Spider-Man. So, um, yeah, so we have new patrons this episode. We do, yes. <laughs> Which, you know, like for, for Jeffrey and I, it's just kind of mind-boggling because, again, we didn't expect to have one patron, let alone 11. <laughs> three episodes, Yeah, three episodes deep. So um, just want to start the show with uh, a thanks to Claire, who I believe is from the UK, um, and I and what? I don't know if he wants me to use his real name, so Ian what? Um, <laughs> on Patreon for backing the show. We appreciate you, we appreciate the support, and hope you love this episode. Um, it's also worth noting that we've broken some barriers. So, so like I just mentioned, we not only have UK listeners, but mm-hmm. we also have listeners in New Zealand. Um, no way. <laughs> on top of the US. So that's pretty That's awesome. amazing. I love New Zealand. <laughs> Never been, but <laughs> Never like, I just, I love the culture there. We love Kiwi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> like this, all this continued support, like means yeah. everything to us. We just, like we've said at the, top of our episode in episode one like we're just two nerds just nerding out yeah. having just genuine interesting fun conversations about these mcu characters that we love so much on screen and we just love taking we love taking like a deeper dive into their actual character story like in the comics and then how it uh, resembles on screen yeah so with that let's get into episode three and oh, oh. Y- you want to set it up you want to uh, well before we get to there before we go there, uh-huh. I just wanted to say that, you know, like, with all of the news that's coming out lately, late Loki stuff is coming out, Black Widow stuff is coming out, all of this um, good stuff, we, Jeffrey and I tried to talk about it on the previous episode, and we derailed so hard that we yeah. thought it took away from the character studies, <laughs> so... If you're looking for updates and reactions, YouTube is great for that. It's not from us, but it's from people who do it very well and we admire them. And so unfortunately we won't be recapping stuff, but we are capping one thing today. That is true. And (laughs) through a poll that we did across all of our social channels, through through our Patreon, through Twitter, through Instagram, we asked you, the listeners, um, who, which character should we discuss next? And I believe it was between Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Daredevil, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and Captain America. Yep. And 
Who else you thought <laughs> that would have won it? Um, die. I, I, you know, unanimously, it, it Captain America took took the poll. So, <laughs> you know, I, I for for starters, I'm very surprised. I thought Scarlet Witch, given how relevant she is right now, she was gonna take it. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, this is on the heels of the MTV movie awards yes that just happened um, that I think just happened. two days ago yeah yeah so congrats to elizabeth olsen and the cast on all of their wins but yeah I, I thought for sure wanda had it um but the final tally if if you want to uh to hear is yes <laughs> in last place hawkeye with 15 whole votes which is like that's fine. I get it. Yeah. yeah Clint Barton, get it. he's not, he's an acquired taste. I am part of that weird niche mm-hmm. of people that 100%. love okay. Clint Barton. So that's a little sad on my part, but it's okay. <laughs> I can dismiss it. <laughs> um, Scarlet Witch in second place or second to last place with 19 votes. Um, and narrowly beating Wanda to second place overall was Daredevil, who I didn't see coming out from behind like that quickly you know he was in he was in third place overall at first uh-huh. and he just came up and he overrode you know wanda and so it's got to be a charlie cox thing it's a I, charlie I think it is like but he, can you blame anybody I can't. jeffrey I would, thank yeah. you one of my favorite renditions <laughs> oh, he's incredible <laughs> and uh and of course you know captain america number one almost 30 votes for for him alone so yeah. he kind of he kind of swept um, so that's who we'll be uh, covering today for this this episode, and I got to tell you, it's it is a deep dive. You know, I, thought, I am very I thought, excited. Yeah, I thought Tony was going to be tough, but Cap is so. This one is, yeah. He's he's got such a rich background that there's no way we're going to be able to do it remote justice. So <laughs> as as you know, I always say. Um, Again, Jeffrey and I are not experts. We're not claiming to be experts in all things comic books and movies. You know, we're just having our discussions and hope that people listening enjoy that and also feel enlightened at the end of the episode, um, should you make it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, let's dive into Captain America. Let's start it off. I'm very <laughs> excited. Because uh, all I can too. imagine in my head is just literally Chris Evans and... <laughs> I just yeah, I mean, but at this point, how could you not? Yeah. You know, it's we, we we talked about this in episode one with Iron Man and how it's over a decade worth of storytelling. Yep, exactly. On screen, so it's at this point, you know, if you've stuck to the films even halfway, you know, Chris Evans is is like the visual embodiment, if not entire embodiment of. Steve Rogers. Agreed. And I gotta say, I mean, I feel like just choosing Captain America in general was was a tough one because then it's, it turns into which Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to get into it a little deeper later, but Steve Rogers is obviously not the only Captain America, as we now know with Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's true. So, so yeah. Um, how should we start this? Should I do the old trading cards? Let's start with the, <laughs> just a straight like comic uh, bio yeah. of, of Steve Rogers or Captain America. Captain America. So, um, as always, you know, I've got a, I've got a, you know, a few cards here from my collection. Um, 1992 Marvel Masterpieces, 1992 Marvel Universe, 93 Masterpieces, and then I'll be reading one from the uh, 1992 Impel uh, Marvel Superhero set. So, <laughs> here we go. 1941. Oh scrawny would-be soldier Steve Rogers tried to sign up for military service, but was promptly pronounced 4F. Physically unfit to serve. Dejected, he headed for the door just as opportunity knocked. 
Army scientists accepted the spindly specimen for an especially secret experiment. After ingesting the super soldier serum, say that three times fast. That's all I know. <laughs> Roger's bony body was bombarded with bizarre vita rays, and his formerly minuscule muscles began to bulge with brawny might. This miraculous metamorph- metamorphosis, combined with rigorous training and inborn courageousness, have made this ageless Avenger the ultimate freedom fighter, Captain America. So. That's literally like the intro <laughs> to Captain America, the first Avenger. Is it not? Right? Like, it's literally like word for word, like you how it was on the it, screen. Yeah. Yeah, and mentally picture the 4F. The the montage of visuals the, that. Yeah, the, the doctor MCU coming has made. into the. Yeah, like, I was just like. Like, right down to the stamp. Like, when yeah. I said it, I heard the. <laughs> yeah. Like stamp on the folder, you know, like. I heard, oh yeah, him going into the into the machine with the yeah. vitamin. Yeah. That's literally yeah. the first, like. 20 minutes of the, <laughs> of the first Captain America movie. Yeah, I agree. And and so um, it, it was interesting, you know, doing, revisiting my recon on the character because it's, I mean, personally speaking, it's hard to find differences. It's hard to find a mm-hmm. contrast that, that, sh- that was like really offbeat between how he's presented on screen versus comic, book. comic books, you know. And so, uh, of course, let's start with the very, very beginning. Um, his appearance was Captain America Comics, number one, March 1941. That was the date of that, when that issue came when out? When that issue came out. And, and, you know, um, given the, the, uh, the timing, it was, it was actually the same year as Pearl Harbor, but before that all went down. So you can imagine how relevant that story oh, okay. became later that year because of all of the you know, the, the chaos that was happening yeah and, yeah yeah you know history was just changing very rapidly um of course created by uh joe simon and king kirby himself jack kirby nice um always good to shout out mr mr kirby there um this particular comic is a little different um when it comes to its sister brother books mm-hmm. in that it was published under timely comics which is if you will, the original Marvel comics. Oh, before it was before even, it was okay. Marvel comics, and so it actually, <clears throat> you know, the publication went through two iterations of, of companies before it hit Marvel. So it was timely, timely uh, comics, and then it was Atlas Comics. Okay. And um, and you know, it was it was originally created by this pulp magazine publisher, Martin Goodman, um, and yeah, it took a good twenty years until it reached and became Marvel Comics. Whoa! So Marvel Comics didn't, yeah, Marvel Comics didn't come to be until the '60s, and so, you know, like Captain America, yeah, he started out on this 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 other publication, and um, it's it was essentially in the golden age of comics. Are you familiar with the the different ages at all? I'm not. So please enlighten me. <laughs> so I'm personally a Silver Age collector, which okay. is which is kind of like. Um, late 50s 60s onward okay and so john romita is is a big one for me um he he did an incredible amount of marvel material especially amazing spider-man okay and so that's where i come from and the books are a little cheaper oh nice okay <laughs> golden golden <laughs> age is is late 30s to mid 50s um and you know it, it was just another era it was really like the the, the jumping point of of a lot of these superheroes um, and yeah, and so when I was going through Cap's first appearance in that first issue, there's a little, <laughs> the 
cats are going crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just, they, at this point, the cats are very used to Jeffrey being here, so they're just all over the place and like in his face and eating and stuff. So um, we might cut that out, but we'll see. It's okay. <laughs> and so I was going through the recap issue of Captain America's first appearance, and within its pages, there was what I imagined intangibility is a page where it's like half comic and then half advertisement. And so it was oh. way before your time, way before my time even, but I don't even know if you're aware of these things, but it was kind of like when you have like a box of cereal and you cut the thing out and you mail it in with like $1.99 and you get something back. Yeah. So in, in Captain America uh, comics number one, there's this, this little excerpt that for 10 cents, if you wow. mailed in that piece of the comic book, you could get a Sentinels of Liberty badge with Captain America on it and become one of one of the team. One of the people, yeah. And so Whoa. I can't even imagine how many people had that comic book and cut that page out, <laughs> <laughs> considering how much it's worth now, because it's oh, like a first edition. Like, yeah, like if 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 a, such a thing even exists yeah, anymore, you know, I mean, yeah. but. Before we even get to, I, and that's that's something I have noted here actually. But before I get to that, I just want to. I have a, a quick story um, with a local comic book shop. It's called uh, McFly's Comics in Huntington Beach, and this amazing uh, caretaker whose collection he actually sells himself. His name is Cal, and um, I remember when I first walked in there, I was it was kind of one of those things during pandemic. I was like, uh, okay. I'm just gonna go visit random comic shops. Let me just go check this out. And so this very inconspicuous shop. <laughs> um, down the road um, I, I walked in and I was like oh this is interesting he's got some like new stuff that you would find in like Hot Topic uh -huh. Funko Pops and, and toys and then on the other side of the fence he's got like boxes and boxes of old comic books mm -hmm. all of which he's selling and so you know I, I looked in his case just to see if there was anything that kind of you know caught my eye and he had this incredible I think it was from 1950 or 60 and it was like a stamp collecting book, but it wasn't really stamped. Okay. And so he explained to me, because I was like, oh, how much is that? Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking, like, maybe he's going to sell this thing. That's pretty cool. Uh -huh. And he's like, it's not for sale, but I can show it to you. And I was like, cool. And so he gave me the show and tell of this incredible stamp book. And it essentially, apparently there was these, these issues of comic books with with Black Panther, with Cap, with Thor, all of the, the main, the main um, lineup. And there were these, like, stamp-like coupons in the comic comic books okay that if you cut them out and collect okay. them you put them in the book oh <laughs> yeah interesting and, and so like if you mailed in 10 cents or 25 cents you got this this pamphlet and then you could collect stuff and again it's one of those things where you're just like oh my gosh imagine collecting like, these things uh -huh. and then decades later you're like ah, i used to have captain america comics number one and i cut that coupon out oh wow <laughs> so Damn. so i'm gonna hit you with pop quiz oh the first one okay the first one okay so so on the heels of 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 these golden age of comics so take yourself back to 1941 i'm there and then we think there. of the currency so we're talking 10 cents for a badge from the sentinels of liberty right yeah and then you think about now you know Funko Pops are $9.99. Apple products are way In, more than that. Inflation is inflation crazy. Inflation is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, a previous comic book 
that was uh, 10 cents. 10 cents before. Now they yeah. kind of they're kind of on 3.99, 4.99 up. Yeah, like a $5. Yeah, sure. That said, how much is Captain America Comics number 1 worth in mint condition? And I have four choices for you. Okay. So this is a randomized you pick which one you think is most okay. likely. $915,000, $175,000, $2 million, wow. or $5 million. Whoa, those are very just <clears throat> not even close numbers to no. each other. And, and again, remember, Captain America... This is that one we were just talking about with the with the cutout coupons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Number one, first appearance, mint first condition. Ever, yeah. Originally ten cents. Have a stab at it. Being being that it's cap, the first edition too, and just like the way that like cap's value has grown so much in the past ten years. So I mean, yeah. so the more movies Evans was in, I feel like. Like that would the go higher up. higher the stock. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. So again, the the, the choices are. I, I know it's not the I know it's not the two hundred one, two hundred whatever thousand whatever what was that. One seventy five. One seventy five. Yes. Okay. Not that one. Okay. Too low. I think that's too low. Okay. Given the nature of yes. Yeah. What's the what was the last choice? The last choice. The I never, last choice was five million. Five million. So it was five, two. Five, two, two and nine hundred and fifteen. Okay. I want I do I really do want to say the nine hundred K, but I feel like that's jipping it. Cause then there's the two and a half. Like that might be fine. Like it seems that like, might be a fine, semi-fine. Like condition. it seems like <laughs> realistic, but like not too like out of this world. Yeah. So that's why I'm like I'm leaning I'm leaning away from five million. Yeah. My heart, my gut says two and a half million. <laughs> Jeffrey. No. Two million is the correct answer. Oh, two million. Whatever. I thought, <laughs> I, was, I thought no, it was two. You okay. got it. You got okay, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. Two million. That was two point five. No. You're um, good. Yeah. So so the the the, the oh my first God. first issue of Captain America comics his first appearance all time. Originally 10 cents, now worth 2 million bucks in mint condition. And so... I have a follow-up question. Yes. <laughs> is there someone in this world that has actually, like, has, like, proved, like, that they have it? I honestly... And cashed it out or made it seem like... I'm know, sure. And in, in those kinds of instances, books go to auction if the person sells them. Um, I mean, we've already mentioned him in, in both episodes already, but I'm pretty sure our friend Nick Cage, he's a huge collector, huge collector. Oh, really? And he buys these kinds of books because he can, he can afford them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I haven't checked eBay lately, but I'm, I honestly wouldn't doubt that there's a couple, at least, um, near mint or like, like I said before, fine, maybe a good um, graded book. Like now I just want to like go into the logistics of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like how it's many incredible. were made yeah. at the time. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's exactly what makes them worth more. Yeah. How many, how many stood the test of time? 80 what, years. 40s? That's 80 years. 80 yeah. years. So, you know, you have to think of, of the, uh, the condition and, 
how it was taken care of. Did it come from a oh, smoking yeah, keeping, home? Yeah. Did it the water damage and the? Did you leave it in like the plastic wrapping all these years? <laughs> exactly. The yellowing. Yeah, the, the yellowing because that's a like, huge thing too. How do you keep too. something like that on? And also, how do you predict something? You know that this, oh, exactly. this is going to be worth. Exactly. Going from ten cents to two million. What yes. happened to Beanie Babies? What and happened to Fur Babies? <laughs> Exactly. Like, you know, you just never know. That is yeah, and so wild to that, me. It's just pretty intense. And, and so, like, I certainly don't have any books that are worth that much. I would love to have one. But I have a couple of graded comics I think I showed mm -hmm. you before. And, you know, the one that's worth the most in my collection is probably uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 50, where he decides he doesn't want to be... Uh, is it the one? Yeah, and where he just doesn't want to be Spider-Man anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. just because like like I remember like during the pandemic, a lot of people are getting into like trading cards for yeah. like athletes and stuff, and then and comic yeah. books go into that same conversation because exactly. like you don't know what. Also, you can find like the the you can find like the most like rare the rarest comic book at like a random comic store, and you're like, oh, I wonder how much this is, mm -hmm. and it's just yeah. like, oh wow. Exactly, and then you know, of course, we have a more modernized scenario where where a movie or something happens and then it immediately inflates the the value of a yeah. book and so like you know for my own enjoyment i searched like bucky barnes for instance because mm -hmm. i wasn't sure if i had actually correct myself i wasn't sure if i had the winter soldier's first appearance and i do mm -hmm. but i don't i have his first cameo so it's not the same thing as actual like appearance. an actual like words. okay yeah and so um and so like that book for instance because of falcon and winter soldier because of the movies have gone up considerably in value to the point where you know at the time it was five bucks but now on a good day it's, it's a gone good up. 150 200 that's crazy for a modern character it's yeah. a lot of money you know um, but I'm sure like Bucky Barnes, I mean, he's in Captain America number one, so he's technically worth $2 million. It's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could go on and on about that stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, and there's a whole grading system and, and if yes. you're getting it signed, uh -huh. you have to have a witness and all this stuff. Yes. And you know, um, yeah, it, depending on how serious a collector is, I'm sure there's at least a handful of, of people out there who own that issue in that condition which is like whoo just wonder i mean even if like there was like i don't know like some defects to it, it still might be worth a lot well, absolutely i think the cheapest I, I mean i'm sure if the integrity of the cover is absolutely like messed up beyond belief like if it's torn but you can still see it says captain america and see most of the cover yeah i i wouldn't doubt that it's at least worth a couple of grand because of who and what it is, which is like incredible. It's incredible. It's crazy, right? man. Yeah. There's definitely, so, there has to be someone yeah. in the world like just collecting these. Yeah. Like, and you got to keep them like in, in a safe spot and the light. In like a temperature, air. in a cool area, in yeah. like a sleeve. They Not even a sleeve, it's like the silicone, whatever it is, yeah. like the plastic almost yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So that's the kind of stuff we're talking about, like with, with these older books and especially Golden Age because they're just so, so invaluable that it's just like, yikes. You know, like, so wild. It's a dream to have one. <laughs> I know, right? Like if you can even, I would just want, I would just want to see one in person yeah. at this no. point. And, like, and that's why you got to come to a convention. Oh, okay. The show, the, the dealers and the show room they they have these issues like just sitting there you can look at it you can hold it if you ask real nice <laughs> you know put some white gloves on <laughs> exactly, yeah. um but yeah so it's not impossible to be in the presence of them but to own them is like another yeah, thing impossible yeah. next to next to impossible yeah 
So let's let's take it back. What is the earliest memory you have of Cap? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can't even I can't even say the game. I mean, we always go back to the we always go back to the Marvel, to the Marvel Capcom, Capcom games, yeah. but. Um, I think it definitely has to be, you know, obviously the the first first Avenger because that came out. <laughs> it came out two thousand. It uh, Captain America. Two thousand eleven, I believe. Yes, nailed it, nailed it. Yes. Directed by uh, Joe Johnston. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I don't yeah. even know who that is. Oh yeah, Joe Johnston did the first one. Um, um, so that's interesting. Yeah. So not e again, not even the games. It was just kind of like, oh. yeah. I mean, I mean, I said this back in the Iron Man episode. I think just like when I got got introduced to like, like just the MCU uh, in general. It was I was just I was watching whatever it was like at the time, mm -hmm. and then and then I was like, then as I saw more, then I was like, oh, now I'm invested because I'm pretty sure Iron Man two was like the very one of the first. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and I was just like. Okay, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Or at the end of the, and it was like, oh, at the end of the first Iron Man, it was like what Nick when Nick Fury came and was like, yeah, I'm talking about the Avenger Initiative. That's when I knew that was real. When it was getting real. Really? Yeah. Real. I mean, yeah, and at the time, like no one's, like no one's thinking, like no way, like Mar like a, a franchise can do yeah. this, a studio can do this, like an yeah. inter interconnecting movie franchise in the same universe, whatever. Mm -hmm. But before I get off track, but yeah, so Captain America: First Avenger. It was so ambitious too, you know. Like we couldn't, nobody could have predicted. Let's, uh, I think. So well, yeah, so like I said, unless you're Kevin Feige. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes. So it was, it was the first Avenger, I think for sure. Um, and then I guess, I guess let's talk about um, Chris Evans. Okay, is it weird for me to say I don't remember? The first time I ever heard about Captain America, I almost feel like I was just imbued with like the knowledge out of the womb. Hundred percent. Because I just I have no recollection. I just knew who he was. Uh huh. Like as a kid, like he he was Captain America, you know. Uh huh. I I, I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah. So so then like and then yeah. I mean obviously at the time this is this is 2011. Mm hmm. I am a junior Ten in high years. school. Ten I, I'm years a junior ago. in high school at this time. You're a baby. Yeah. So I, I didn't really keep up with like social media like I do now. Like there was no like I'm going on Twitter to like, oh, like who they, they yeah. announced this person as Captain. They announced this person. Yeah. I just, so I kind of, it's just like, like, so like when I think of Chris Evans, mm -hmm. two movies come to mind. Okay. Two, first one being obviously Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> right yes he's which i feel people almost forget sometimes really like, i i honestly i do because i think that for for casual moviegoers who aren't really comic book people didn't bother with fantastic four at the time uh, for, at the during time. That time yeah, yeah no i mean it, some people forgot that it even happened let alone saw it you know and so it's my favorite iteration of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, no, same. I was really into it, like really, really into it. It's also because I have a huge crush on Jessica Alba. But that's <laughs> I another story. No, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another, but but Chris Evans, yeah. I thought he played Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, he pretty was well. Yeah. Um, and then a second movie that I <laughs> I didn't realize it was in, but I was like, oh my god, oh, it yeah. is not another teen movie. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say I was gonna say Scott Scott Pilgrim. But yes. no, not another team movie. Oh not another team movie because so I, funny. I just I grew up watching that movie yeah. as a kid. Obviously, I shouldn't have because 
Not I was definitely you. not not that age. <laughs> yeah. But it was just so like you know the early two thousand slapstick comedy right. high school like pair. It was amazing, and him like in that was just hilarious. Yeah, and and see, it's funny that you say that because based off of those films. And based off of the impression that he kind of instilled in me as a moviegoer throughout the 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm. when they announced him as Captain America, I was like, what? What? Chris Evans? Like who, yeah, you know? Chris, Chris Evans? Like you know him as a guy in another teen movie or the yeah. guy who played Johnny Storm. He's or the hot guy that's really funny. And hot thro- heartthrob, teen heartthrob. Yeah, yes. a little sarcastic to uh-huh. the point where you're like, you know what? I'm still into it. And so when they announced him as Captain America, I was like, "Hold on, you're gonna, you're telling me Chris Evans is gonna be a walking American flag of a superhero?" Mm-hmm. And I almost couldn't believe it. But sure, he sure proved me wrong because holy Toledo. Which which takes me back to to a, a post I just saw literally a couple days ago or a week ago. Chris yeah. Chris Hemsworth. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth posted like a headline of like the anniversary of the first Thor. Yeah. With the picture with, of with him, and him Tom and um, Tom Hiddleston, and yeah. they're like, and the headline was, "Marvel cast two unknown actors to to be their leads for 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 their ex- upcoming movie in Thor." Insane. And I'm like, wow, now yeah. they're household names. Yeah. Like you don't, you're like, oh, yeah. that's Thor and Loki. Hemsworth is what second best Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he's I think on the tier of Chris's, he's mm-hmm. the second second best. So I mean, imagine that, like imagine that, and so the transformation of these actors and characters is just kind of perpetually mind-blowing because yeah again who who knew and he embodies cap so well i mean it just goes goes back to a testament to the casting and and marvel just believing in these people yeah um but yeah so but then that will circle back to the first avenger yeah knocked it out the park like the the character the the attitude of of steve rogers i mean you see it in the first 20 minutes, right, right up until he gets the... Um, like Skinny Steve. Oh, yeah, how do like, you not like Skinny Steve? Up until he gets the serum. Like, he, there's, yeah. all, there's all this character establishment where yeah. you're just like, this is... Incredible. This is it. Like, this, is, this is their guy. And, and again, he's the, the guy on the back of these trading cards. Like, he's that guy. Yeah. You know, you, you hear his journey in a paragraph, and then you see it brought to life on the screen in two hours. Yeah. And it's all, you know... Of course, it takes it takes an army, but <laughs> little literal army in his case. Yeah. But you know, it it's it's all it's a lot in part due to the fact that Chris Evans gave such a performance that he transformed himself. You know, in, in many ways, and I, and I'd like to think that Cap has affected him personally as a as a human being too, because mm-hmm. you know you see what he's the kind of work he's doing now. Yeah. And and having these open dialogue discussions between you know not to get too political, but between political parties and, and just trying to make sure that people are just doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's to me, that's a lot of what Cap is. He's just doing the right thing. Hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. Um, going back to like, yeah, I was I was rewatching uh, the first Avenger the other day, and and, and while Di was watching rewatching <laughs> yeah. the movies, I was, I was also rewatching, yeah. and we were texting each other, and the embodiment of Captain America. Of was when the when the doctor approached yeah. uh, Steve right mm-hmm. before he had his procedure, and he's saying like you are to not remain a perfect soldier, but a good man, yeah. and that's just like Woo! the embodiment yeah. of Captain America. And then yeah. you see that, and you see Chris Evans portray that for the next ten years 
which is up until end game. And it's in, it's absolutely incredible because you know I feel like that that line in particular is just so it's so important to the idea of a superhero. You know, mm-hmm. um, because you know the, you have to remember Captain America came about two to three years after Superman. Okay. So you have this incredible embodiment of a superhero. You know, Superman, he can do no wrong, laser eyes, super strong, he can yeah. fly, mm-hmm. and he's a good guy. You know? Invincible, basically. Absolutely invincible and perfect in every way. And so then, you know, here, here comes Timely with this, this guy who gets a super serum, and it's not necessarily to make him a reflection of Superman, but to be a strong and powerful good man. Yeah. So it's interesting that they wanted to keep the humanity of and Steve Rogers. Because it's also, it'll it'll resonate with a lot of just yeah. regular average people who are like, this guy's just a good person. Yeah, and I think that's what Marvel's been really strong with when it comes to their characters and their character development, you know, mm-hmm. often on the screen, is that they they fully intend on having you invest in the humanity of their characters and their superheroes. Like you they, know? they keep their characters very, very grounded. Right, right. No. And that's, it's incredible. And so, yeah, you know, like Jeffrey mentioned, <laughs> we were simultaneously watching Captain America movies, but not the same Captain America movie yeah. at the same time. And so while he was watching First Avenger, I was, I was watching both Winter Soldier immediately followed by Civil War, which I definitely didn't intend to do. Oh. Like, I was just kind of like, I'm going to put Winter Soldier on in the background and I'm going to do my, my write up my stuff for the podcast. And next thing I know, I'm sitting up. there for six hours. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. whoops. Um, but, you know, it, it was it was nice, though, to, to kind of reflect on how far that character has come and, and how how similar he is to the one in the books. And, you know, the... For for Winter Soldier in particular, like I was revisiting the 2005 issues of Captain America, um, penned by um, the incredible Ed Brubaker. Ed mm-hmm. Brubaker is like the man of modern times when it oh, comes okay. to Captain America. Okay, and so his stories are very. Uh, he really he really gets Steve. He really writes Steve's story the way that it should be read and written. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it was originally... The writer in the first wave of comics I was reading um, was drawn by Steve Epting. And um, the way that they embodied Cap is very similar. And, you know, like now... And I, I think I mentioned this in comparison to, like, X-Men, for instance, and the uh-huh. voice actors and, and how you hear the sounds now, like when I read a comic book, I hear the sounds and, okay. and I kind of, and so when I was going back to cap, like now I'm watch I'm it's, it's so incredible because you know that they completely referenced these comic books, you know, for a fact, mm-hmm. they referenced these comic books, not only for the source material, but also for the panels, also for the, the yes. photo direction and, uh-huh. and how they're framing yeah. um, scenes. And so now I'm going back to Cap, and I'm here. You know, I'm seeing this shield go by. I hear the like the, and the whoosh, yeah, yeah, and the things, and the you know all of yeah. the, the way that he catches it, and and it's 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 awesome. And so like I feel like Ed Brubaker's um, series in particular really like, oh man, he just like had a hold on it so tight, and you can see it reflected in those films mm-hmm. to the point where some of the panels and some of the dialogue are stripped from his books. So oh. like like the the infamous. Who the hell is Bucky? That's, That's direct, directly straight pulled. up pulled from, I think it was Captain America number seven, 
um, when when Bucky like full on comes back as Love as that. the Winter Soldier, and it's and the scene is a little different. It's of, of course it's a different yeah. scenario, but even the structure of the scene mm-hmm. is very similar in that they you know they're squaring off one on one, and Steve's like, "What the hell? Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" Yeah. And then you know the mask and all that stuff, and he's like, "Who the hell's Bucky?" And I was That's like, "Dang!" Amazing. Yeah, wow. So people don't realize that it, like, it's more than just Sebastian Stan's beautiful face on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And so, you know, again, like all the props in the world to Ed Brubaker because he's really like, that's, that's, if you're going to get into Captain America, like now, anything with Ed Brubaker's name on it, get that. Did he do the Civil War He panel? did not. The, the, I, think, I think of the Iron Man... Civil, uh, Captain America Shield panel yeah. they, they ripped straight from the comics yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that because I made note on here. But um, the first Civil War, there are two. <laughs> and so the first Civil War was written by, I believe, Brian Michael Bendis, who's also tremendous in, in the industry. And so that was a seven or nine issue series. Don't quote me on that. Um that was, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's that infamous scene near the end of the film where it's Cap versus Iron Man. Uh-huh. And the, the like, the rate even slows down. Yeah, he's got his, yeah, just so... His shield it, up against the, the plasma blasters, yeah. you know? It's like a perfect, like, splash page. Yeah, it's incredible. And that's actually the cover of, I think, oh, okay. of book seven. I, yeah, book seven. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and so that, again, they're, they're ripping it right off the page and yeah. putting it on the, the screen. And so it's Easter eggs like that that I'm just like, yeah. They did it. That's they did good. It for the no, fans. I love it. I love. I love seeing like um like when I after I watch a movie and then you go on like Twitter or whatever yeah. you do like I always do like my research for some reason like after I watch a movie yeah and so when I see like a scene that's just ripped straight from like a, mm-hmm. a splash page yeah or something yeah. It's, I'm like that's cool and that's that's a direct iteration of um of Civil War mm-hmm. and so um you know in hindsight you know a lot of people you know speaking of civil war not to jump around too much but we're actually yeah, kind yeah. of covering all three in uh, a row which yeah, is nice we are um civil war in particular the uh it, it, there's a huge debate about how much it differed from the comic book version which i i totally understand there i'm sure in the comic books there's a lot of like more yeah. heroes involved just and it was i just, mean the biggest the biggest the, the stark contrast of that is that the X-Men were involved. Uh, okay, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that was kind of like the height of, at that time, like, why doesn't Disney just buy Fox? Why don't they just put them in? And, you know, people they were They called kind of, your bluff and they did it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it anyway. <laughs> if we just waited a couple of years. Um, but yeah, so the X-Men are a huge part of that. And it's funny because they're more or less like indifferent in a weird way. They're, mm-hmm. You know, it's like in the film where, you know, it's Cap squaring off against Iron Man. There's an accord, um, except in, in the comic, it's the... Uh, Something about the Superhuman Registration Act, I want to say. Yes, yes. I've, I, Super, have, yes. I have heard about this briefly. Yes, yes. yeah, and so the, the Superhuman Registration Act is is basically their um, their their accords, a, a Sokovia okay. Accords, and so of course you remember like this is after Age of Ultron in the MCU, so the super powered, what did they call them? <laughs> what enhanced. Did they, the enhanced, <laughs> the enhanced, you know, people, they need to get them regulated. They want them yeah. to register and yeah. same scenario. And so the X-Men were just like, we're going to let you all figure that out. We're not doing it. <laughs> and they just kind of slowly back into the hedges like Homer Simpson. <laughs> no. and, and so, yeah. so they had that going on for them. And 
They're fighting. I've never seen them play this much. They love you. Sick. <laughs> Just put elevator music. <laughs> All right, so we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so, you know, you've, that, that whole Team Cap, Team Iron Man thing is very consistent with the book version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the big the big thing missing was the X-Men and, and also mm-hmm. kind of like the sub-story of Peter Parker. He reveals himself in, in Civil War and the comic book. Oh. Yeah, and so like as, as a support for Tony, you know, he's like, all right, sure, I'll be the spokesman. And he's like, look, I'm Spider-Man and I'm also Peter Parker and wow. I, I support the, the, the Registration Act. Wow. Yeah, and so that's a huge thing. And so, but the fact that we even got Peter Parker in that movie. Yeah, that was, I mean, that, that, that was the introduction yeah. of Peter Parker. It so. was gigantic. And so, yeah, so that, that was, I mean, otherwise, I, again, it's, it's quite different, but also they've got a lot in common. It's got a lot in common, you know, and of course the, the MCU version was, version was very booky driven. <laughs> like you, you kind of watch it in hindsight. You're like, oh yeah, this is Steve just like, Bucky, 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 Bucky. Yeah. You know, but but also standing up for what he thought was right and how he just didn't believe in resigning their choices. Which is which is a great way to like to like see the differences between like the comics and the and the movies. It's because because let's talk about Winter Soldier before you go back to a civil war. Mm -hmm. Like what was Cap's like intentions in Winter Soldier? It was. I mean, it was the Project Insight stopping mm-hmm. that, and then obviously Hydra. But yeah. at the end of the day, it was like I need to get my friend back. Yeah, I he's in there, mm-hmm. and something needs to happen. I don't know what yeah. I need to do, but something needs to happen. And also the underlying like current of this is a man out of time. You know, man out of time is something you will hear throughout Captain America history. It's always been written in his books literally and so he's literally just trying to he's he's trying to acclimate to the now and the yeah. internet and you know marvin gay yeah he's like i don't know what's going on yeah and um. so like to then throw bucky into the mix who is essentially the one and only thing tethering him to that his he, former life yeah it's a big deal and so yeah. i i get why it, it bled into additional films and why they have the friendship and relationship that they do, um, both on, you know, on screen and in the books. So it's, it's, it's kind of wild to see it from that angle, at least, especially when it comes to civil war. Cause like, man, he like laid down the line for this guy, you yeah. know, but it makes sense because you know, they were partners it's, from the get go. You just, you don't forget like right. who you grew up with, yeah. like who was there for you, even like when you had nothing, even before the serum. Yeah, he exactly. Had he had Bucky. <laughs> it's so cute. Even when I had nothing, yeah. I had Bucky. Yeah, like I totally get it, you um, know? And and so that, that whole thing is just so pure to me. Yeah, and then like the, like Steve's character, like um, going from like Winter Soldier to uh, Civil War mm-hmm. about, um, about Project Insight saying like this is this isn't um this isn't eliminating the competition this is fear like holding mm-hmm. a gun to everybody's head like mm-hmm. that's just like showing like dang the, the... you almost quoted it to the team. <laughs> 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 that joke was so good oh my god and you did it I don't know if you realized you did it you did it in Spider Man episode two. Oh, did I? And you, I think you, yeah, you did it. I think you've done it all three episodes, to be frank. I'm telling you, it's incredible. I, I have seen, like I said, there's a reason why I watched the first Avenger, yeah. rewatched it because I've seen, I've seen Winter Soldier, yeah. and Civil War so many times, so many times, yeah. Um, but then, so it's like going for like going from like Steve being just a great man, like being like, what is this, Nick? Like, yeah. what, what are we doing? Like, yeah. What have we done in everybody's head? Yeah. Um, 
so just him trying to be a good man, do the right thing. Yeah. And this leads into to civil civil war where we get, it gets to Team Cap and Team and Team, Iron team, Ta- team Iron Man. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I am Team Cap. Yes. No, that makes both of Cap. us. Yeah. <laughs> team Cap. I am Team Cap. Yeah. I thought I was I, when I first I came out and we're like I was just like okay what was the situation going on here I thought I was Team Iron Man because obviously I'm just I loved Iron Man yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. But then after like listening to like why they why the Accords are a thing yeah. and why and I'm just like. Oh, I don't know. Like you can't really, <laughs> right. you can't really. And he kind of messed with me because Spidey was on his team, so I was like, "Oh, I, I should be Team Iron Man." And but then, then you realize you're like, yeah, "Oh, no, he's literally a kid. He's literally just doing no, what what yeah. Iron Man like. How are yeah. you gonna say no to Iron Man? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on your team for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what's funny is that in in Civil War Two, which which came in 2016 which was essentially 10 years after the the first run and that, they that were, issue came out in 2016 like the second the second series came 10 years that's later so funny because civil war came out and the movie civil war came out in 2016 and that's exactly it they tried to capitalize which is a thing they do oh. often now yeah they, they do this it's kind of funny when, yeah, yeah. when they start promoting certain books or they start messing like with certain characters issue. you're like yeah. what is coming out because that's usually why they do it and so when civil war came out in theaters they were they they released a parallel like series to kind of continue the first fight so to speak yeah but this time it was iron man versus captain marvel and so Whoa. which is funny because captain marvel who i believe was still ms marvel in 2006 i'm not sure uh-huh. she was on tony's side and so cap has excused himself from this conversation interesting and so and then it turns into iron man versus captain marvel and there's this whole thing about an inhuman it's in humans this time and i believe it was around the show so they looped oh, in Inhumans. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And so there's this Inhuman named Ulysses, and he could see the future. And so it, the, 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 the debate that time was, we have the ability to see what's coming. Do we take it or not? And Iron Man was like, no. no. <laughs> and Captain Marvel's like, absolutely. Like, hello, you yeah. want to stop future threats? Right. And that's pretty much what she said. And so... The funny thing is, is that when it came to this one, I was Team Iron Man. I was like, no, no, uh, why would you? Yeah, it's it's so interesting how they played it. Yeah. Wasn't received nearly as well, um, but it was drawn by David Marquez, who I love. So that that okay. was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I that that would be interesting to see on screen. I don't want to see it, but it'd be interesting. It would be interesting, but yeah, uh, I do like the the way they handled like it's, it's it's also like like I said, it's very grounded because it's like it's basically like like yeah, government. Should the government over oversee like superheroes? Yeah. And you're like, that's kind of like how things are here yeah. in the real world. Like government is always trying to oversee something, but yeah. it's like, do they really need to though? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like 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 Iron Man, we, we need to be put in check. It's like you lose your you you lost that choice of yeah. freedom when you signed the Accords. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that line is so like hearing it again. You, you lose your your Holy. you lose your freedom to choose or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And the way he articulated it too, Chris Evans has this way of articulating as Captain America. And I'm pretty sure he said like, you, you lose your right to choose. Like he stressed the the choose. And I was like, yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Cause I, I I was going back and forth. I was like, do you want the government to oversee superheroes that are beyond their like ability? Like, Mm. 
And like, and like, what if there's like, like Cav said, like, what if there's someone that we need to be, but they don't let us? Oh my yeah. god, I can quote this whole movie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Um, no, but it's great. No, so it's, it's, exactly it's right. yeah, like yeah. you're not gonna wait on something if someone's right. getting if, if like a whole country is getting taken over. Yeah. Are you just gonna wait for the president of the United States to be like, can we go? Can we go? Yeah, just like, like literally looking at their watches <laughs> and being like, uh, it's like Sonic when you just leave him idle. He's yeah, like tapping like, his foot and he's like, uh, like what I, are we doing here? We gotta go. So like, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I kind of agree with with cap on yeah. this because it's like i agree i mean as yeah it's i mean obviously there's a lot of arguments that mm-hmm. i've definitely seen like because then you go back to like Sp- spider-man mm-hmm. uh homecoming where in the beginning it's like all this destruction is happening yeah. and you're like who's gonna pay for all this stuff <laughs> exactly. like, insurance yeah. like like is there avengers insurance like i don't mm-hmm. so it's, i get that but it's just like if you need a threat, like if there's a threat that's like right now, it's yeah. cosmic and there's no one else in the world yeah. that can stop that threat. Yep. Example, Thanos. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, me that. Oh who are you going to call? Yeah. Not the Ghostbusters. Not- You're definitely going to call <laughs> the Avengers. So yeah, I have to be team cap on that. Yeah. And I mean, and it's a testament of, of how Widow flips, you know, like she had herself on the line and she was just like okay, well, I'm going to stop that. And you know what? I just, I have to do it. I, I'm going to have to run for the rest of my days, but I'm just going to, you know, th- I don't believe in that, that sort of, uh, that parameter around, yeah. around what they do is. And she says at the end, was it Cap, was it Winter Soldier or Civil War? But she was like, you know where, you know where I am. You can come arrest me. You know where I am. You know where like, I'll yeah, be. You know where I, yeah. You know where I'll be. If you need me, you'll, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> He nailed it. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. going to put me in jail. You're not, You're not going to put, put us in, in a prison because yeah. yeah. you need us. Oh <laughs> we get a red wig. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Incredible. Love it. Incredible. So, you know, like that said, I mean, we could talk about, do you want to talk about the suit? Do you want to talk about the shield? Do you want to talk about the other Captain Americas? Which way do you want to go? I love, we'll start with the suits and then we can move on to okay. the, the newer rendition yeah. of Captain America. Because I do want to talk yeah. about uh, Sam Wilson for yeah. sure. I do like how the suits obviously the, evolve. They evolve, but they're like, it's almost most like, it's more Easter eggy. It, it, yeah. it, it's evolving like with the times, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like when Infinity War came out. Um, and like I, I, I always watch those trailer breakdown videos, and I was like, oh, like it's um, it's Cap in, it was Cap in Wakanda, and it's like because he, he was Nomad at the time. Yeah. Um, so it's like uh, Nomad Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then like he had the suit, but like yeah. under it, you saw like the scales, and yeah. you're like, okay. And I saw people like were saying like, oh, that's like a yeah, that's like another costume that like I forget what where yeah. it's from. I mean, you can see it here. Oh in, yeah, in the this, scales. In this artwork, yeah. you can see it's like that whole. Oh yeah. What was it called again? I'm already forgetting what it's called, but you know, it's like wartimey. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You know, it's, it, it calls back to his origins, yeah. really. And then going into into Endgame, it's just mm-hmm. full on just badass yeah. suit that he has. Do you have a favorite? Ooh. I I love his nomad cost. I love it. I love it, man. Because I, I, I think his yeah. entrance his entrance in Infinity War really like oh, yeah. sold it. I was just like, sure. oh, he's he's he he's means back. business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and also like without without them 
having to even indulge the audience by explaining why he looks the way he looks, you get the story. Mm-hmm. The minute he comes out of those shadows, you're like, oh, dang, Steve hasn't had a haircut in days. He's shaved. He's been on the run. He's been on the run. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, it's, you get the full story just in those few seconds. I love it. And I love that. And you know, like, you know, one of my friends makes fun of me because like, I love Captain America. Oh, Steve. But then like you throw a nomad at me and I'm like, yeah, nomad. Like that. He was uh, <laughs> my favorite. I have so many like his favorite, like scene. We talked about this too. Like where mm-hmm. like one of my favorite scenes was, of Cap, but um, yeah. that scene where um, yeah, he stops Thanos' arm just yeah. by off sheer strength of Oof, him. I was just like, this is, a, this is this is a, this is this is this is like a this is an indicator yeah. in itself, like to show like how strong Steve is, yeah. and, like from like like you see helicopter him. and like oh, yeah, God, I love I love that shot a so lot. Good. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, um, and so like really, I mean I. I don't know that I have a favorite suit, yeah. but I do love, I love the suits in Winter Soldier and and Infinity War, slash Endgame. Like those are probably mm-hmm. my favorites in particular. They're so good. They're just so great. And but I, I've enjoyed like the nuances of change that they had in Winter Soldier with the white and and how they've kind of gone through these really subtle changes. And, you got to. You can't yeah, have the same suit the, the same whole suit. all and, these years. And it's like we we chat about and probably will say like for every character is that it's nice to see them in these these films because they all evolve their looks evolve in, in different ways and for steve in particular it happens to be like his hair gets a little crisper when he's yeah. like he's got shorter hair and he's more you know clean cut and but also the suit the suit changes it's vibrant it's not vibrant it's it's they they played back to the old you know cap wants you suit where the tights oh, that was funny. And, yeah and then you know to the actual artillery like look and um so i love that but so apparently, like, you know, in the books, when I was doing the history, um, the shield actually was, was that triangular shape that, that, you know, not the circular one, but the, oh. the shield shield, his original shield, it, they actually got hit with like a, a trademark issue. Oh, really? Yeah. And so apparently there was another character that was popular at that time called the shield. And he oh had God. a shield that looked like Captain America's shield oh my god and so they shield were like, counter yeah. <laughs> yeah and so like they were like okay well we got to scrap it and that's when they introduced the, the circular, circle like, like oh. the one that we all know and love now wow yeah and so that's how that kind of came to be um which is kind of crazy if you think about it and then you know like uh and now it's been passed down you know, MCU or not, it's been passed down to so many people, and so many people have had. Have like on used it. it like the way. That's what I also. I lo- okay, yeah, we're because I, I do want to mention something about the shield. The shield itself, combat wise, has evolved yeah. also because you see so many different <laughs> ways of how the shield is used in combat. Yeah. And I I love seeing it. Um, speaking of the shield, mm-hmm. my favorite future that I wish they they still used. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously with the shield, it's it's those two leather, it's those two straps, right? Two leather straps. I love. I know what you're gonna I love the love the love the way the shield was in Age of Ultron. With the magnetic. Can, with the magnetic. Yeah. The, yeah. The you can just pick thing. it up and yeah. boom. Like I wish. 
And I feel like that would be easier to use, like, <laughs> for Sam Wilson. Yeah. So he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to try to catch it in the straps kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah. I just felt like that would have been easier. So I, yeah. that's my uh, that's the aspect of the shield that I, I, I wish yeah. they, the they kept. Yeah, the tech. Yeah. And I, I wonder why they didn't, now that you mention it. Well, also, right. well, thinking about it, um, the, when Cap passed the shield, yeah. he came back from the... That's, oh, yeah, that's also true. From, like, he probably came back from the 70s, But also, we, we wouldn't have gotten that incredible shot in Endgame when he's... Oh, yeah, you like Steve Rogers, too. Huh? Keeping that in just in case. <laughs> um, it's okay, Groot. But that incredible shot of Steve putting his, his forearm through the, the, the belts and tightens it. Yes. And you can see that crazy gash he's got yeah. in his arm. Like, we wouldn't have gotten that that's if true. he just had that's a very Yeah, it's a very all-around yeah. like moment. They brought him back to, to square one again yeah. in, in a lot but of ways. But in a new suit. Like, he has that shield, yeah. but it's a new yeah, cap suit. exactly. But, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you know, do you have any idea how many Captain Americas there have been? <laughs> oh my God. Um, like in the comics? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Well, because of Falcon and Winter Soldier and Captain America movies, I think I, I, I think I, off the top of my head, I think I know four. So there's Steve Rogers, Sam Kay. Wilson, Kay. Isaiah Bradley. Yep. John Walker at some point takes the mantle, you right? You know one more. Oh, Buggy... Bucky Barnes, Barnes right? Yeah, that's right. No, oh, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. He does take up that mantle. <laughs> so, oh my God, um, I'm so used to him just being a winter soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so there, there are a couple of other ones. Um, I'm just going to riff off this list right here. There's Isaiah Bradley, who we were introduced to recently in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, there's also William Nasland, who is... The spirit of '76 uh, in the comics, oh. and, he, and he, it's funny because he's got like a cape and like a white hat, and it's very—it's kind of silly. Yeah. But he was—he was killed off, and then um, eventually, re- eventually replaced by a character named Jeffrey Mace, who was okay. the Patriot. Oh, okay. Um, and then following him was William Burnside, and then everybody's favorite, John Walker. <laughs> Love the guy <laughs> who comes in um, and takes the helm. With uh, with his his uh, sidekick, who was essentially the equivalent of Bucky, and you know who we also were introduced to, in in Falcon and Winter Soldier. What's his name again? Battlestar. Battlestar. What's, <laughs> what's his, his oh Lamar. Name? Lamar Lamar Lamar. Um, who I I was hoping would become Battlestar. That's another uh, conversation entirely. But I guess he's not going to have yeah, that well, chance. Yeah. And then of course Sam Wilson, who is Falcon, and then eventually becomes Captain America. Um, who had his own title, and you know they, they referred to him as Cap. Nice. Um, he was introduced in uh, all new Captain America. They had this this wave of comics where they were like soft rebooting characters, and, uh-huh. and so he got the all new treatment of nice. his own title, and that's when they de- they debuted the suit that we've seen in the MCU. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. it's relatively new. I have that downstairs in my oh, in my yeah. collection, <laughs> um, and so uh, and then yeah, and then Bucky. Because um, on the heels of, of Civil War One, mm-hmm. um, a brainwashed Sharon Carter actually assassinates Captain America. Wow! Yeah, and um, that turns into a whole thing. Like, it, there's a whole storyline that that revolves around, and part of it entails Bucky taking on the Shield. And so he oh, becomes Captain crazy. America, and it's funny though because he looks just like Steve in the suit. 
But his ears are covered. So the the thing is, like, uh, the big thing is how you can tell them apart is that his ears are covered. And uh, so, but he also has a mouth on him because he's Bucky Barnes. Okay, And so yeah. he's telling the Avengers, like, shut up, let's keep moving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he does not talk like Steve Rogers, yeah. but he looks like him. And so Bucky was, was Captain America. And so that's kind of where that dialogue of, like, are we going to see Bucky as Captain, Captain America? America? And it never happens in the show. For obvious reasons, because that's not the same Barnes. That's a different it's Barnes. It's a different, yeah. Um, and he had a different, you know, journey. Well, I mean, it's very similar, but he had a different journey in that Sam's part in the MCU is just so much more guided that way, which yeah. rightfully so. You know, I'm not mad at it at all. Oh. I, I love Oh, we're segueing into Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I okay, guess so, yes. Yeah. Perfect segue. Um, yeah, so, you know, like it's as, as neat of an idea yeah. as it would have been to see Bucky in the suit. Take up the like take up the helm. Take up the helm. Yeah. You know, that all I think a lot writing. of people did want to see it too. Yeah. But um But even but with John Walker in the mix, it's kinda like, well, he was Captain America for five seconds and then you're gonna throw Bucky Barnes into it before getting to Sam Wilson in six episodes. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I'm glad they didn't um, go there. Which goes back to the just the character of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um not the perfect soldier, but a good man. A good man, yeah. And Sam Wilson is a good man, and I think that speech he gave um, in the, the in, in that in the from the final episode, that yeah. two, it was literally two and a half minute speech. Damn, it was captivating, and I was just like, yeah, that's this is why he mm-hmm. is taking on this helm. Yep, that that character growth was was great to see. Although although six episodes, I, I, I they they told the story that they wanted to tell. Like he went from. I don't know if I want to be Captain mm-hmm. America because I'm not Steve Rogers. Like, yeah. I can't. No, yeah. no one could ever. Yeah. Then to then at the end of the episode, at the end of the in the finale, he's like, I don't need to be Steve Rogers. Exactly. I just need to be Captain America. Exactly. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, it's great. And the, the suit, embodiment, the embodiment of Captain America. Yeah, the Wakandan suit. Mm-hmm. It's literally comic book. I was seeing that on Twitter. It's literally a comic book yeah. accurate suit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw like a, a side by side of all the suits we've seen in the past year, mm-hmm. year and a half. Yeah. And wow, they've done a very a lot of Marvel has done a lot of very comic book accurate yeah. suits. And going I, back to like uh, Wanda, yeah. Scarlet Witch suit. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Speaking of Wanda, like all I wanted was to see her in the red and pink. Like I was and, like, come and, on, and, just and, give and me the, one. And the head, and the head the piece, piece, right? Yeah. I think then, the headpiece is very and iconic. Then, you know, like I'm sure other people are like, oh, well, it was a Halloween cut. So it's like, well, no, yeah, I get you it. Can't, you but can't do that in modern times. Yeah. You can't, you can't wear that in modern times. But to have that Easter egg. Great. Oh my god, Love that's it. so great. And and I feel like that's almost like a that's almost like a throwback to how many people were offended by the X-Men suits and how they were like all black. Like mm-hmm. and then you know they even made a joke in one of the Logan movies and or one of the X-Men movies and he says, "What did you expect, yellow spandex?" <laughs> and it's like, actually, yeah, we yeah. did. We wanted the yellow spandex. Yeah. And so I think that they've embraced, you know, which is another thing that's actually it's absolutely um amazing when it comes to the mcu is that you see them trying to adopt the suits and you know people were like oh where's wanda's crown why isn't she wearing this why isn't she wearing that but it's like again it's the maturity they're maturing the characters over go, they're, time. they're gonna get there they're They'll gonna get, get there, there. Yeah. yeah and she's like you know you compare her to the end of of was it civil war yeah the end of civil war yeah. where she had that like hot three second cameo and i was yeah. like oh my gosh what is that suit and you don't get to see it again but then, you know, she goes through the motions and now at the end of WandaVision, she's got this beautiful garb that's 
Kind Amazing. of reminiscent of her father, but we'll talk about yeah. that later. Um, and same with, yeah, going back to, to Sam Wilson and like his like evolution of the suits. Like yeah. he just had the backpack yeah, in, exactly. in a Winter Soldier. In Winter Soldier, yeah. Um, he, improved the goggles. It, he improved it in Civil War, yeah. I believe. He had like a whole suit with, yeah. red, with Red Wing. And Ant-Man. And yes. Because he had that cameo in there and he was a little, I, I think it was pretty similar, but he did look like he had more gear on. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and even even the way that the, the tech flows with the wings, they've even upgraded yes. that, and now they're just like, Psh, like, what do you even say? I, lo- I just love that Wakanda. Wakanda I just love tech. that Wakanda is <laughs> being like, man, like we need we need an upgraded suit. Who do we go to? Yeah, Wakanda. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the Tony Stark effect, you know, like Spidey, yeah. like you know, like what did yeah. you really expect him to live on fabrics and, and going to Joanne's every yeah, five days? Exactly. Come on. You know, no, you gotta you gotta upgrade the stuff. And so it's funny that you you mentioned Wakanda because like you know originally in the books, um, before that before the origin of the shield was established. It was kind of understood that, you know, like by the time that the 60s rolled around um, or later than that, really, um, and, and, and adamantium came into the picture, mm-hmm. that cap was thrown around an adamantium shield. Oh. But, and of course, science came in. Yeah. And they're like, well, the density of adamantium is far too heavy for him to throw out that acceleration. Sure. <laughs> and so, and so um, they kind of went back, I think, in 2007 or so. They went back and they retold that the, the origin, so to speak, in that it was indeed Wakandan um, vibranium. vibranium. Oh. And so a more light and pliable metal. And versatile. <laughs> but just as, most just versatile, as strong yeah. as adamantium. Most versatile metal right. on earth. Because, you know, and, and I'm not to segue too much, but that's a tangent too much, but, um, you know, like vibranium in general, Wakanda isn't the only place you can get vibranium. You Where can also can you get, get it. it I don't know. I don't know this actually. I don't know this. I don't know this. You can get it from the Savage Land, if that means anything to you. I don't think no. You made a Sauron joke the other day, the other week. Oh. Sauron comes from the Savage Land. And okay. so it's essentially a place where enhanced like mutants like uh-huh. the X-Men, they tend to lose their powers when they go to that land because it's a remote island, blah 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 blah. Okay. But you can forage vibranium from Wakanda and Savage Land. Interesting. And so I wonder if later on down in the MCU line, are they going to kind of pivot between um, Wakanda and and Savage Land Land and kind of introduce that whole other suite of characters? Because there's a whole bunch of them over there. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's kind of neat. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much story to tell. There's so much. Um, Um, But speaking of the shield, I got a pop quiz for you. Oh, let's go. (laughs) Okay. So this one's a little nerdy. Um, which president okay. gave Cap the shield in the comics? Oh, wow. <laughs> this is going to be a weird one for you. But maybe. You got to think think again. Think of the timeline. Okay. I mean, if you know your presence, this is a shield. I hope I if do. Not, <laughs> I hope I do. Was it? Uh-huh. Roosevelt. Okay. Truman. Okay. Eisenhower. Okay. Or Kennedy. Interesting. And they, I just have to say, they do mention John F. Kennedy quite a bit in the original comics because of the timeline. Interesting. I believe they even say, and I'm, I'm going to repeat this for the Winter Soldier episode that eventually happens, I believe Bucky was one of the shooters. Yes! I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. So, Kennedy. Poor yeah. Kennedy. Kennedy was all over the books, but yeah. Oh my God. So Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, or Kennedy? 
Truman doesn't seem like a guy that would give a shield to to Captain to America. Cap. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower. I really want to say Kennedy now, just because, like, he seems like a super just like, hey, Cap, like, we made this for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Kennedy. I'm going to go Kennedy on this one. Yeah, Kennedy. Okay. Incorrect. Ah! (laughs) It was President Roosevelt. And they they established this canon. Teddy! They Ah. established this this in canon in 1981. Uh Uh-huh. And so he just presents him with the shield. Oh, it's Captain America. And yeah. So there you go. Wow. Nerdy. Ness and nerdy. What a, what a timeline. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of timelines, thank you for the segue. Do you know who else has, has um, been a part of the Captain America family in, in other universes? In other universes? Yeah. I think you know one of these. Wait, so Captain like, America family, as in like like the, the, who who else has been Captain America? Oh, but oh. not of the not of the normal timeline, but of another world. In the comics? Yeah. Do you have any idea? Oh my god. And you know, which is funny because I do believe we see one of these instances in the upcoming What If series that's coming in August. Uh-huh. I think I know. Wait, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, wait, come oh, on. Oh, wait, uh, yeah. oh my god, what's your name? Peggy Carter? Peggy Carter. Peggy Car- it's Captain Peggy Car- Britain. Captain Britain. <laughs> I mean, which is kind of funny because there was a Captain Britain, but that's another story entirely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, in other verses, Peggy, um, she was... Uh, She's the one who yeah, took the serum. It was part of this time traveling like jaunt and, and there's a series called Exiles, which features one of my favorite X-Men character, um, characters, Blink. Um, okay. Who was portrayed yeah, yeah, yeah. by Jamie Chung. Yeah. Um, and uh, gosh, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name, but uh, in Days of Future Past. Yes, yes, and that was exactly what I But about. I love, I love that character. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, she's she's traveling, and she arrives in one particular universe where Peggy Carter is actually the equivalent of Captain America, which is kind of what they're pulling the What If episode uh-huh. from. Um, so that's one. Um, another one is Danielle Cage. Do you know, <laughs> do you know who Danielle Cage is? Danielle Cage? Danielle Cage. I, I do not. Is actually Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's daughter. Oh. She was named after after Iron Fist, Danny Rand. Whoa. So her name is Danny Cage with an I. And so she she is Captain America in another universe. And then in, of course, my favorite universe, Earth 65, where Spider-Gwen is from, um, Samantha Wilson is actually Captain America there. Is that? And she's a she's an iconic black woman oh, okay. who is like she is the Captain America. That, that nice. that's it. And she's she's awesome. I almost wish that she had her own series. To be honest, it was so good. Um, and then uh, Captain America. I almost said Spider Man. Captain America 2099, who is also a female, Roberta Mendez. And so okay, they're all women, which is interesting. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's all amazing. Women. And three are women of color, which is like... That's awesome. That's freaking great, right? Would love, I would love to see that yeah, on screen. Yeah, I know. I know. It's great. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. So those are all the Captain Americas. Oh, wow. And that, that's There's a lot more than I had anticipated. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And that's just that's just the, the scrape in the surface, you know? Like, each one of those characters, especially uh, Danny is kind of... Like, her features are kind of mix-matched. I think there was a few... Keep saying episodes. There's a few <laughs> issues of Jessica Jones where um, she keeps having this recurring dream that she sees her daughter grown up and she's Captain America and she's uh-huh. like, what the, 
What is this? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, you know, Samantha Wilson in, in the Spider-Gwen book, she's a recurring character too, but mm-hmm. she's not too often. There's even the, the Bucky Barnes, not Bucky Barnes, but um, her sidekick equivalent um, is also in the books, maybe three or four issues off and on. Um, so those two I know very well. Peggy, you know, of course, Peggy's Peggy, so it's like whatever. Yeah. But, um, not whatever, but um, we, we all know Peggy. Um, yep. And Ro- so Roberta is the one I'm not really, I don't really know too much about, but I hear that her story is, it's not un- it's not so unsimilar from Steve's that she was, you know, she was, uh, you know, experimented on. But okay. in her case, it was, she, she was not willing. They made her oh, do they it. Oh, they made her do it. Yeah, and so... Yeah, but you know that's twenty ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine is full of strange versions yeah, of, of, course. The, of the characters, and you know, um, yeah. So, I I guess do you want to roll into love interests? <laughs> Are you ready for the the cap love? Let's let's, let's hear it out because I only know. Yeah. Well, yeah, one or two, probably that I've seen on screen. Who are? I've seen. Yeah, Peggy Carter, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was Civil War with yeah, yeah. that little thing with, with Sharon. Yep. I guess. <laughs> um, How do you feel about the Sharon the Sharon thing? Uh, oh, like her arc that her she and Steve. Oh, she and particular. Steve. I mean, I mean, yeah. People said it on like Twitter. It's like, dang, like <laughs> you just you just hook, you just kind of kiss um, like your girl's niece. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a, there was seconds. like a joke on Twitter about her like where, where Cap goes back. And, yeah. Like he kisses, he kisses Peggy, Shame. but then he's like, oh. but he's like, he's like, oh man, your niece kisses better, and it's like, wait, what? Wait, what, did you, wait, what, what did you say? Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah, like, yeah. He like, was that, just, like he, that's funny. He was just so in love with her, though. Um, but yeah, so so before before we get to the the main headers, there's in in the books he he dated this woman that went. <laughs> her superhero name was Golden Girl. <laughs> Nice. Um, but her real name was Betsy Ross. Okay. Does that... Yeah, the look on your face. Betsy Ross? Betsy Is that Ross. like the daughter of she's Thunderbolt the great, Ross? I believe she's the great aunt or great grandmother of Betty Ross. Okay. Who is the daughter of Thaddeus Ross. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and, you know, for those who don't know, Betty Ross is, is basically Bruce Banner's, you know, on and off again romantic <laughs> love interest. Um and and so yeah so cap like he's gone through he's gone through his share of what women a guy. over time what a guy um, and of course there was black widow yes I, I was going to say that too. I was going to say that after, after sharing yeah, you know, well but I'm pretty sure they've had a thing and that's that's a little strange for a few reasons but maybe we'll go into this for black widow story but um, cap and I think I said it before black widow is much older than she is in the MCU, or at least appears to be in the MCU, and, and she's pretty much as old as Steve in many regards. Oh, okay. And so they met when she was like 12 years old. Oh my God. In a very strange circumstance that I'm not gonna go into right now, but um, so for them to then later develop sort of like a romantic relationship is, it's Weird. interesting. It's in- okay, yeah, interesting um, for sure. And he he had a minute or two with your, your girl, Wanda Maximoff, what? (laughs) and the messed up part is that it was a one night stand and he kind of like fell in love with her because that's what steve rogers does Uh uh-huh and she pulled the i don't remember what happened so she kind of ghosted him and he was still left pining for her 
Um, wow, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. And so, of course, that leaves um, Margaret, Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. um, and then Sharon. But the funny thing is, you mentioned Sharon and Aunt Peggy. Uh huh. Believe it or not, in the comic books, uh-huh. they were originally sisters. No. <laughs> so. Oh my God. I take back everything I said about Steve Rogers that was pure. Wow. And this kind. Man yeah, I know. Just... He kind of bounced around a bit. Yeah, it made it even worse, to be honest. That, But they went back and retconned that, made her the aunt and the niece. They had the aunt and, you need, and niece. You need to separate that, yeah. It's a little, yeah. <laughs> Good on them. Good yeah. on them. And, and, you know, not to diminish Peggy at all, but her, her presence in the MCU is like infinitely more important. And more present than she was in the comic books. Yeah. It's really about Sharon Carter in the comic books. So, so yeah. Yeah, Peggy plays a huge role yeah. in, in, in MCU. Oh, like, she is a tentpole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And she's great. I love Haley yeah. Atwell. She, play, she plays oh, it my God. amazing. An incredible actress. I yeah. love her. She's great. And, and, yeah, she's just wonderful. So, that leads me to my next pop quiz. Oh, my God. This is the last one. Ooh. It's the last one. And it's true or false. And it's, it's a little fun. Okay. Okay. Let me just preface this with, so my mother, she's not quite like my dad. She, she's not, he, she's not all, all up on the movies, but she will go with him she to watch them. them. Yeah. Her two favorite films are Deadpool and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I two, don't know why. Two solid choices. <laughs> two solid choices. And so my pop quiz question here for you now, you remember Blind Al? Yes. Blind Al is uh-huh. the, the blind lady from, from the Deadpool movie. She's uh-huh. funny as heck. I can't remember the actress. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but true or false, Blind Al from Deadpool hooked up with Cap at one point during World War II. True or false? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just, just the thought of that is like <laughs> scarring me right now. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, remember Blind Al is old. I want this to be false. You think it's false? Is that um, your final yes. answer? Yes. It is in fact very true. Oh my god! <laughs> Captain America hooked up with Blind Al Bro, during what World the War Two. <laughs> Kind of cap is in the comics, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, like he's he's doing more than just a single kiss. Wow. Yeah, no. Um, oh my god. So there's there's no actual. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to retch on me. He's about to retch. Um, there's, so there's no like actual documentation of, sure. it, of what happened. You don't happened, need documentation. But there is a, an existing panel where she's bonding with I think it's Wade, and she's like, oh yeah, I hooked up with Captain America during World War Two, and he's like, so... what? <laughs> But, I know. would love to see Ryan Reynolds pop up in oh, the <laughs> movie and be like, Steve, is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. I, oh my gosh. It was so good. I can't, oh, also, I can't wait for the MCU yeah. Deadpool movie. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. It probably won't be for what, two years, but yeah, I'm ready. I, I, just, I, I just can't wait to see what, um, what yeah. Feige in the studio oh, allows. God. I just, oh, it's going to be brutal. That's for yeah. sure. So that brings us to our next topic. Mm-hmm. The almost was, the almost was list of, oh of candidates who almost betrayed, or at least in the very least auditioned for the role of Steve Rogers. Yeah. So I know of one. Yeah. I know Who's of one for one? sure. It was, uh, it was John Krasinski. Okay. Yeah. 
I know that like he fitted for the suit. I remember yep. that interview he had on one of the Dang, talk shows. Dang, did he fit for the suit? I don't know. I didn't he said get he, that far. I think he said, yeah, I think he said he fitted for the suit. And then he saw Chris Hemsworth walk by, and then he was just like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the so I know, diet. I just know John yep. Krasinski. Is there anyone else that auditioned <clears throat> for Captain America? Oh, There's quite, quite, a, quite a list I have for you, my friend. Do I remember, do I remember any people? I feel like you do, but you'll remember after I say okay. it. Go for okay. it. List them off. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> this one's a fun one. Okay. Kellen Lutz. Do you know Kellen Lutz? If I see his face, oh, I probably, yeah, because that name sounds familiar. Kellen Lutz was essentially, and this one's for my Twihards out there. He's from Twilight. Oh. He was the big the big guy vampire. Okay. okay. Um, Ryan Phillippe. I have to see his face, but I do know that name. Daddy for Life. He was the original Mr. Witherspoon. Okay. Cruel Intention. Oh, my God. It's been a while. Yeah, I just need to see his face. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> I'm assuming these are all, like, just good-looking Throbs. Just Dane Cook is my next one. Do you want to take? That oh, statement? I've heard this. <laughs> yes. Dane Cook auditioned for him. I he was heard on the, about He this. was on the Marvel workout diet thing, and uh, yeah. yeah. I um, don't know. I don't see him. This next it. one, you're gonna be like, what? Two, not just one, but two of the Jonas Brothers auditioned for Captain. America. I want to guess. Okay, you want to guess? Give I want to guess. guess. It was Joe and Nick. Nah. Kevin? Kevin and Joe. Kevin? Kevin. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Kevin. I'm just yeah, saying, no, no, no. you know, you think, yeah, you no, think, no, no, you no. I feel, I feel, I feel, no, but me too. I was kind of like, yeah. Nick was like, I'm good. Wow. Or he just never got it. Maybe. Because he was just too young. But and this, this was 2010 this, Yeah, you're thinking 2009, 10. 10. yeah. So this is, this is the, the it boy oh, yeah, this at is work like, again. This is like peak Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> peak, peak adult Jonas Brothers. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there, you could tell the casting, I mean, casting team were trying to get people who were like super relevant at that time. Yeah. Or at yeah, least. Like try them out, you know. Yeah. Get them in the suit. Yeah. Say the lines. Screen yeah. test it a little bit. Exactly. Um, the next one actually is my is on my short list for Hawkeye, um, Jensen Ackles of Supernatural fame. Okay. Incredible, almost too handsome. Um, too. <laughs> He's a good looking dude. Nice. Like a little a little too good looking okay. maybe for Cap. You know the, the thing the thing about Chris Evans is that he's kind of got this doe eyed soft boy look uh -huh. to him. Um, which makes him stand out amongst the rest, especially the next one who is Alexander Skarsgard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I know who that was guy Tarzan is. and True Blood and all yeah. that stuff. Um, another candidate was Garrett Hedlund from Tron, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. him. He's kind of more of like a cyclops to me, but that's also the other guy. From, yeah, I see that. Um, John Krasinski, like you said. Uh-huh. The not gambit, Channing Tatum, was apparently up for it as well. He's too, he's too pretty, too, too, too chiseled. Too, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, mm, Don't no, see it. No, I'm I don't good. think he has that. And then, of yeah. course, our last two candidates, Sebastian Stan. Oh, so yeah. there was the Thor, it was a Thor-Loki situation where yeah. he came in to audition for one role, yeah. which was Cap, didn't get it, and they were like, hey, we have, an, we have, an, we have a role for you actually, if you're interested. Uh -huh. And he was like, cool. And he says, I think in an interview that he's like, in hindsight, best decision. Cause he, he prefers what happens to Bucky and that storyline that he's got oh, to develop really? nice. yeah, over, over cap. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's, that would have been cool too, but, yeah, but, but yeah. he got a good deal. If you ask me, I mean, yeah, he got a series out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, 
Chris Pratt. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so nine Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt didn't get it either. Yeah. And then yeah, I think, look at him now. He's a yeah, Star Lord. Four years later, he yeah. got he got Guardians of the Galaxy. That's, so that's crazy. I feel like they just kind of put him back in the pile, and yeah. they were like, "All right, well, next time." Um, and I also wanted to kind of, <laughs> this is kind of random, but I wanted to give a shout out to Chris Brewster, who was essentially uh, Steve's Cap's uh, stunt double in in pretty much all of the films. Uh, yeah, he was also maybe you don't know this, but he was also Daredevil in the Netflix series. And so, I, I, oh, <laughs> I, I've, oh my God, I have seen that on Twitter somewhere. Yeah, he's great. Oh my God. Yeah, no, yeah. I used to talk to him all the time on Twitter. Um, somebody stole his account. So, <laughs> a big F you to that person who hacked him and took his account away. But, Chris, we still love you. Chris Brewster. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So, do, is there anybody in particular that you would, you would, or could see as, as Cap? Like, as, like not, as of like right now? Uh, if not Chris Evans? If not Chris Evans? No. Oh my gosh. I already know. I cannot. I can't. It's another one of those where I'm just like, I don't... It's hard because yeah. Chris Evans really did it. Like, he had the voice and he had the endearing the endearing exactly. um, uh, traits of, of, of Steve Rogers. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's... You may think that's, like, easy to, to convey, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really not because when you listen to, like, Chris Evans' speeches mm-hmm. and how he kind of, like, consoles or he's firm, yeah. like, it's very, like, like, oh, he means business, but yeah. it's also, like... He's my friend. The delivery and the his, deliberation and the intention that he he was able to kind of pull together. His posture about it, yeah. And it's like we said at the top of the show, you know, like this guy was Johnny Storm like a couple of years yeah. before that. And so to see somebody be, dare I say that, versatile and, yeah. and kind of come out of left field. They just come into that. And then just knock yeah. it out of the park. You're like, how? It's hard. And so, yeah, so the next suspecting person, like, who knows? We we have no I idea. Know. Like, it could be somebody that we're just like, what? And But they're just as good. Yeah, they can, not, ne- yeah, there can never, ever be another Steve Rogers, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, <laughs> I oh my God, we're copping out of this question. We always do this it every time. <laughs> but it's like, there, there's, no, there's it's some true. characters where there's some characters where you're like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. Um, Chris Evans really just knocked out of the park. No, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I agree with how his his story ended. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I know people. Some people don't agree. They think it's a little weird, like uh, that he gave up his mantle and all that. But yeah. you know what? For that cap, it worked. He for wanted me. a life. Yeah. And, and he needed to get it. It's it's just and like he said. He had the he had the option to. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna and take he did it. it. He doesn't care if he's living back in the 40s. <laughs> but it was with Peggy. With Peggy. Um, so, which, by the way, that song playing at the end of Endgame is the same song that plays in Winter Soldier, and I, it didn't dawn on me until I rewatched it I yesterday. Have, I am in love with that song that is so much. Gorgeous. I have just played it. Love it. Just, just, I've just played it, because yeah. that... that that saxer, and then this is—I haven't gone to Disneyland in a while, but I remember seeing videos yes. of that they played that song after yes. Endgame came out. Yeah, it, it was part of their World of Color show, mm. I think, and they played that Aww. song for the Avengers part of the right. show, yeah. and I was just like, Ooh. "Oh my god! Yeah. Like, how are you going to play this song? Like, <laughs> Love I can't it. deal with this right now." That's—I think—that's why I didn't watch. Uh, first Avenger I was like I can't it, it gets me very emotional just because I love that whole nostalgia and the first loveness of it it was great and Peggy is just I so great um, so yeah I mean that's that's essentially the show but of course before the final stuff I have my strange 
strange item. My strange, my col- the, the collector and her collection. And so it's not so much of a strange item than it uh-huh. is a very cool one. Uh-huh. And I'm going to pull it out of the box here. I oh. I usually, you know what? I don't open stuff. Oh my God, I'm guys. I'm one of those this... people and I opened this because I wanted to show you. Oh, this is very, oh my God, this is like an exclusive. It's an exclusive. It's literally in the bag. It's in the bag. I'm pulling it out and I just want to hear Jeffrey's reaction when I show him what these are. Okay. Do you have any idea what they might be? Oh no. Oh yeah. Are they? Are they? Colson's Colson's cards. I knew it. I saw the blood stain on the back, and I was like, "No, these are not Colson's cards." So these are Colson. These are replicas of Colson's cards. Oh my god! It's like I'm in the movie that he collected from um, Avengers. And oh my god! And so there's a bloody set and a regular set. Huge fan. Yeah. Oh, I love them so much. So yeah, they're cool, ne? (laughs) <laughs> sir, and then just, then just Maria Hill. Sir, those cards were in Coulson's locker. Yes. Yep, well, they just needed a little push. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could rely on you. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Oh, this They're is literally yeah. like the card, that's just, the that, card. They, that Nick throws on the table. Yep. Oh my that god. That splatter of cards in Coulson's That's... Bag. This is these. Oh my god! This Love is insane. Them. Yeah, they're good. They're good stuff. Was it, was this the shield that like was a? Yeah, the, that's the shield. That was like the copyrighted. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it survived a few years, but yeah. Yeah, it inevitably came down to the the disc, which I which is funny because he's carrying yeah, it in this yeah. one too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's oh Captain America. Cap- I mean, wow, there is a lot that I did not know about <laughs> Cap, <laughs> yeah. like in the comics that I thought. It's a ton. Yeah. I mean, even like with the show, with the Falcon Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like it introduced like two, three versions of Captain America. Yeah. But I didn't realize there was so much more. Yeah. There's tons and tons, and you know, as always, this is just the, the surface. We we didn't go tremendously deep and yeah. as far as far as we could have, really. But you know, I think it's a good primer for, am, for some new folks. And yeah, I am very excited for the Captain America Four movie. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> Did we get a year for that? No. I don't yeah. think so. It was just. It was Probably just. Now, like after, this, after the the season finale, they yeah. just announced. Oh, yep. Because yeah, Malcolm Spellman is going to come back. Yeah. To to write it. Incredible. Um, so I'm very excited for that. It's going to be who crazy. Who knows? Yeah. How the story can. I couldn't go even forward. tell you. Yeah. Who I think the villains are? Like I wouldn't. I have. N- I don't. Yeah. No idea. Because by the time that that rolls around, we don't know There's who gonna else be is going to so be introduced. So many things. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. It's great. So. So for, you know, since, since Cap, I think we agreed to do this. We agreed on this before recording, but since Cap won the popular vote, um, <laughs> uh, amongst listeners, we're going to go ahead and for episode four, introduce a female into the mix and cover Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet yes, Witch. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, for, for episode four. So that'll be out in a couple of weeks and we have a special guest that may be joining us that I'm very excited to have on. He's a great friend of mine um, who's also a Wanda fan. Um, I'm not going to announce names yet, you know, just in case. Yep. <laughs> but, Don't um, do that. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping uh, to announce our special guest um, very soon. Um, hopefully by the time that everyone gets to listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, any closing statements before we roll it out? Um, just want to say thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, I had a really good time learning <laughs> about Cap because he's—I think he is my second favorite character in the MCU. That's right. Yeah. Just a huge 
Chris Evans fan, and I just I love Cap's story and his um just uh, arc in general. I uh, had a lot of fun listening to this, and once again, thank you guys for just listening and tuning in. Yep. Um, like I said, we will be talking about uh, Wanda, aka the Scarlet Witch, in our next episode. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon. Patreon. Follow us on all our socials. S T R K C N T R S T. Good job. Uh, it's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. <laughs> yep. Um, give us a follow. Leave a comment. On who on who would you like to hear, or what you would like to hear us discuss? It doesn't have to be a character. It could be a movie. Yeah. It could be anything. anything. Literally anything part of the MCU. Dogs or, of Marvel. <laughs> I can go on days I on could, Lucky. I could talk uh, I just, about Lucky. I just want to talk days. about Lucky, to be honest. Let's go. Yeah. So whatever you guys want to hear, like leave a comment, let us know, and we'll, we'll catch see you if next we, time. Yeah, catch you next time. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Later. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. Ugh.